Welcome to another edition of Bring Back the Porch. Uh, our next candidate is somebody that I've known for a very long time. 33 years, she tells me. Ish. And uh, this is Shyla Sharps. And, uh, and Shyla brought me a coffee. And, or was that? It was your wife. Oh, my wife. And I ate this. your banana bread. You ate my banana bread. I did bread. eat your banana bread. I don't feel bad about it either. I was hungry. Wow. This, so this changes the tone of our yeah. talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know where there's more of that. <laughs> so, um, and Shyla, just so you know, we have some flowers from Tilted Tulip. Those are absolutely stunning. Very nice. Yeah, they're beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> Nicole there, she, uh, I phone her when we have a podcast and get her to do something up. Tyson was very, very uh, uh, clear that these could not be tall. Um, so I had, I didn't have to tell them. I, I just mentioned that maybe they not be so tall and they delivered. And then Cassie Hyder brought these, uh, this morning for Ina. Oh, see, that's sweet. Yeah, I didn't me. bring anything for brought, either of you. You brought nothing. No, I took actually your food. <laughs> okay. My banana bread. But I'm, uh, I'll get over that. So. We're here to talk about the election. We're here to talk about uh, the first time running for council. And I want to start off with just what do you think about all this? I'm super glad I put my name in. It's been a learning experience. It's been exciting. You get to see people for their true colors. Um, and you get to see how the city is running and their behaviors are coming out throughout this election. Um, I believe the city is really looking for change. I mean, we hear that throughout communities during election time, but I think this year, like no other, you're seeing the engagement on social media from people that really not are not usually on social media. So they're looking for more information. They're like literally when I was walking the dogs yesterday, I got stopped by ladies and said, are you Shyla? And I'm like, well, you know, I guess I uh, stand out a little differently from maybe some of the others. So yes, Oh, can I ask you a question? So it was great. It was, you know, and literally I think that happened three times. The schnauzers weren't happy, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, people asking if I would drop off some material after too. So, you, which is great. You don't want them to just vote off name recognition, which is I think some of what's happening right now. People are buying a lot of signs and they are getting mahusive and some are hoping for name recognition votes, and I think there's that's... There's a lot of signs. There's a lot of signs. <clears throat> there's, there's a lot of big so, signs. Yeah. So I drove uh, from down Southridge Drive today, and there is no signs all the way down Southridge right up until the bridge. So somebody's removed them all. So there's no signs on Southridge anymore. Really? Yeah. They're all gone this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec report. Uh, did a, City did a lot of work on it. I yeah. Probably... I, I mean, I think a good report, Yeah. Um, depending on what they do with it. Um, the mayor uh, has talked about water uh, in the south and about some uh, new ice skating surfaces in the north. He, he, he hasn't said where in the north. Uh, many of my porch buddies think that it's Box Springs. And uh, for whatever reason, they... Because I, I think there's a picture that says Box Springs and Four Rinks. I think that's the reason. Oh. oh, I'll send it to you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody okay. sent it to me. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, on council, would you give a vote and say, yes, we need, Box Springs needs four sheets of ice, uh, multiplex, uh, what's your vote? 
No. Hard no. So, okay, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, um, we've already got the FLC up there that I'm not seeing huge amounts of traffic to. I think that when you're looking at four sheets of ice, we can do that better. So we've got rinks, et cetera, you know, recreational facilities throughout this community. So if we're trying to get four sheets of ice, and according to the mayor, he would like to be able to do tournaments and things like that, and that makes complete sense to me. But we also have Kinplex 1 and Kinplex 2, and we have a lot of land up there. That makes way more sense to put two additional rinks up there and maybe even a pool because I believe there's enough room when I was talking to the people at the stampede board um that makes way more sense so we are seeing what happened with putting canals up there with FLC they're not, they're good places here's the problem majority of the people live on you know this side of the river and, and not that that should be the end all and be all we need to balance what we do we are all in the same community but Here's what happens when you put something way out there. Number one, we haven't thought about transit. And not everybody has the same socioeconomic status. And we forget that. Not everybody has vehicles. So some people and some kids maybe just want to go hang out at a pool or go skating. And guess what? They can't. And I think we have other issues before we start putting that up there. So before we do the let's build it and they will come attitude, how about... We make sure that everything's in place. So does it make sense for three quarters of the city to go across just to try to get Box Springs built up? That's just ridiculous, actually. Yeah. Riverfront, uh, river, the development on the river. Sure. Just your general thoughts about the whole thing. Okay, so I am a huge believer in downtown. I'm a huge believer in development. I'm not a huge believer of more concrete. Um, I think that there was people that wanted that property where the car park slash gateway to Medicine Hat is going. Um, and it's all concrete and it does, it's not going to drive taxes. So, you know, concrete doesn't pay taxes. So we had the opportunity to put businesses on there that were going to pay taxes to the city. That should be our first and foremost, especially if it's businesses that we wanted to. So taking the city vision that we want to grow downtown and we want to make it livable, it made sense to put, you know, uh, condos slash living quarters slash hotel or whatever down there. A concrete pad does not make sense. Would it surprise you if you found out that somebody did, in fact, want to buy that property and put condos and... And the city just flat out said no? No, it doesn't surprise me at all. I I've, um, I know of more than one person that has tried. Yeah. And the, the city has been incredibly difficult to work with where, you know, unfortunately it's one department and it's Invest Medicine Hat that has said just no. You know, it's just unfortunate that we've given that one department so much power just to say no. Yeah. Um, if it's for sale, it's for sale. Let's have a conversation. If it's not for sale, say it's not for sale. And I know, let's have a conversation. But to tell citizens that they're doing this because nothing came, nobody wanted it, is just so not true. And they know it's not true. Yeah. And if they didn't, they do now. And if they didn't, if council didn't know that, then they need to question why IMH is not telling them. I was involved in, uh, as I said in the earlier podcast with uh, Allison, that uh, I was involved actually in the... In, uh, Proposal for that piece of land in 2019. But I don't believe you were the first, correct? Oh, God, no. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, many. 
I've talked to, I only know of two um, and that I've talked to. And yeah. so direct, I, I'm not taking hearsay, direct yeah. conversations or been in the same room while they were, uh, yeah. I was eavesdropping, but irrelevant. Um, they happened. And that's what I don't think our citizens realize. So the people that were saying, yay, the city did something because nobody else would, mm, there is more to that story. Yeah. Well, I've never phoned a counselor ever in my life until this year. And uh, I just wanted to know if they knew, and it would just, we'll just talk briefly about it and then it's over. Okay. If they knew that there was somebody interested in that lot, and all three said no, they didn't know. And so I'll take their word for it. And then when I told them about it, um, most of the replies were, that's unfortunate. See, that doesn't lead me to believe that they didn't know. Because if you told me that uh, something like this or, you know, Shyla, your last lottery ticket, it actually won, I would lose my mind. <laughs> right? I didn't. I, uh, I, I, just, I just had to get it. I had to speak to, and I was done at three. Uh, there was more to talk to, but I, I just said no. I, but I just, for my own sake, because I asked when we had the original meeting, you better take it up the ladder. Are you going to take it up the ladder? They they said they didn't have to, but I assumed that if, that he would. I, maybe he didn't. I don't. I have no idea. But uh, I I phoned three. Three was enough. Um, that's unfortunate. Was uh, you know it was okay. I uh, left it alone. Um, but you're an HR expert. You've done this a long time. Yeah. You understand organizations. You've worked for some. I have. Um, and with more employees than what the city has. Oh, absolutely. And with a diverse group from not just in Canada. North America, Asia. Um, I had responsibility for India, China. Yeah. So, yeah. so your first day of council, when you look at the organizational chart of the city, which I'm sure council will, will consider, like are, are we ready to push play? <laughs> With these people, or do we need to change it up? Do we need to make some changes? You've been here a long time. <clears throat> you know a lot of people, and you've spoken to lots of people. So just tell me what you think. Are we ready to push play, or do we need to make some changes? I mean, it's it's hard to say until you really get into it. Absolutely. But I'm sure that there's going to be reports and they're going to talk to council and they're going to, you know, they're probably going to say everything's great. Let's go. Oh, absolutely. So uh, the answer is no, you don't push play. Um, I use the analogy of an old cassette player. You need to pull it out and, you know, rewind it with the pencil and just stop. So before you rewind, you just kind of have to stop. Like, let's have a still moment and let's have... I know, like an audit or review, that's what we call it, a review. Let's do a review. And uh, let's look at everything. So, you know, some of my concerns is when I look at the org chart, um, it's very interesting to me that a few years ago we had, you know, four commissioners, now we have five, when we brought Invest Medicine Hat inside. And, and yes, I'm talking about Invest, and that's not my only thing. It's just about the principles behind it. But when you bring in an organization and make them now employees, um, and we moved them to the top of the echelon without any conversations or community involvement, um, so there's been a lot of shady things. So when you bring that department in and all of a sudden they are a commissioner, it's like, what? Um, we really kind of minimized um, 
the progression process in the city of Medicine Hat, and really you told your employees, don't bother trying so hard because we're just going to do this. We are just going to bring in this group of people that don't, as much as they say, have a history of successes on this. There really isn't. Um, and we're just going to move them right to the top of the food chain. Yeah. So what do we think that did to employee morale? I worry about city employees. I mean, I, you know, I don't lose sleep over anything, but I really, can, I really wonder about them. I, uh, um, I, I, too, get around and talk to a lot of people. Uh, I have clients that work for the city. Um, you know, the nepotism thing, um, bad hires. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Some really bad, bad so, decisions. So, you know, what's interesting about HR and about what's interesting about being in a town this size, that's one thing that we need to consider is chances are you may know somebody. And so it, we can't get around the, I don't know anybody, I'm not going to refer anybody to this job. So as a council, as CAOs, as higher managers, you can be used as a reference if they actually, if you actually worked, they worked in that capacity. Don't put down your buddy because that's not cool. But at the end of the day, I would not get involved in that process because it's just too close and there's too much pressure. So no, the HR department or the hiring manager shouldn't feel pressure by saying, oh, the reference, oh, Shyla Sharps, I guess I'm calling this person. Not cool, right? We all want to use who we know. Working at the city isn't the place to do that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Mayor Clugston, uh, and I'm not picking on Mayor Clugston today. He's a great guy, right? Uh, I don't really know him. Um, he's big on homeless, and we're known internationally as a city with no homeless. We do have homeless. You want to sit for, in my parking lot for 10 minutes? No, okay. no, I don't. Uh, okay. Nice parking lot, but Thank I don't you. want to sit there. And I, I think a lot of people that are homeless choose to be homeless. And that's, yeah, absolutely. that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, so... But personally, I would like to be known as uh, in transition to the city that of wellness. Okay, I love that. I love that. That was my idea. I know. Maybe Ina's a little bit, but well, I'm, probably I'm more. I'm going to say seventy thirty. Fifty fifty. Okay, sure. Oh. We'll go with that. Um, I like that because I think that's a real objective that we can all work together when we turn around. And, and again, nothing to do with. Mayor Cluxton. Um, but when we say that we're not going to have homelessness, I think that was just to get our name out there. I feel strongly that, um, did we do some things? We, meaning, you know, community housing and all the players on the table there, they, I believe they did something, but they also acknowledge and really, and educated me that, you know, not everybody wants to be homed. Not everybody wants that. And so that's where that functional homelessness or functional zero homelessness comes into play. Now, wellness is something we can all get behind. Doesn't matter on your nationality, doesn't matter on your age, doesn't matter on your, it just doesn't matter. And wellness, mental health falls into that, physical health falls into that, right? Um, Non-bullying, non-toxic work atmospheres. But as a city and as um, an employer, or even just as people, where does change start? Right at the top. So if you don't want your kids beating on each other, you don't beat on each other, right? It's kind of learned behaviors. So if we want a city of wellness, we need to start at the top. So we have to deal with the city employees. And employment and city wellness doesn't mean you give your employees everything they want. That's This isn't what 
that's about. It's creating an environment where they feel safe. They can come forward. They can do their jobs. They know they're valued. And uh, that dwindles down. So when we talk about increasing our customer service, customer service, you can always tell a place is customer service by the way they treat each other. Okay. So you can tell, sorry, it's the opposite what I meant. You can tell uh, how an employment relationship is on how they treat others. So when you get people that are amazing and, and frontline, so I'll give you an example. I have to deal with the town of Cochrane quite a bit. And what, every time I deal with them, they're like, Oh, hi, Shyla, how's medicine at? And you know, they remember. And, um, I go downtown and they, I know it's weird and they remember and it's cool. Guess, but guess what? They are so easy to deal with there. You come here and you don't always get that. And that's nothing against the individual people. But it's hard to be happy and engaged and treat the citizens happily and like you're engaged when you don't get that. So if we want to know how they feel, just look at the way you're treated when you walk in. Yeah, I, city employees are great. Yeah, uh, like that main body of them, uh, I deal with them a lot. Um, like I said the other day, when we did the Starbucks development, they were nothing but great. A little bit of a hiccup at the end, but that was nothing really. Yeah. We just uh, <clears throat> removed conditions on uh, Southland, so we're, we have another developing development going there. You know, a lot of meetings. I mean, and this was a long process. And truthfully, investment, invest medicine, that was okay. We needed some extensions. Good. They were not involved in any of the people that are going there. Is that why it was okay? Uh, well, you know, the, uh, really we, 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 we do our own thing. We, uh, you know, we've been around a while. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta be, I'm being honest. I, I would really not ever get their help the way it is now. I don't, I don't think I need it. Um, we're just really on the opposite. So I just. Uh, we pretty much chose after the first street thing that that was not a direction we and, we, and we're good. I mean, for the younger realtors, for the other realtors, uh, the other business people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I and I met some people a couple of weeks ago that uh, you know really put their heart and soul into this project. And uh, one of the first questions I ask them is, uh, "Is Invest Medicine Hat? You know, have they been around?" And, uh, and you get the deer in headlights. Look? No, no, okay. not from this guy. I got it full blast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no deer in the headlights there. So the answer was not good. Okay. Not good at all. Okay. Right. Okay. And last night I spoke to, uh, to Marco and, uh, and I, and I don't, you know, I, I'm really lucky. Like I'm at a point in my career where we kind of do our own thing. For the younger realtors who can make a difference, who can, and not just realtors, but business people, they really lack two words, communication and relationship. And I'm not sure that this group, they're probably great people. I really haven't been around them much. But in business and in sales and in facilitation, you better learn those two words and you better learn them quick. And if you don't, you're going to struggle. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, over the years, uh, I've brought in realtors from Calgary. 
commercial realtors, especially with 603 First Street. I brought in realtors, invited them for the day. A couple of friends and I hosted them. We looked at that development. This was before they said no to us, and uh, they were excited about it. Um, they also came in, and, and these these realtors rep represent a lot of different companies. I mean, what a lot of people don't understand is most companies have a real estate department. Aurora sure. Aurora had a real estate department. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Their offer was presented by a realtor. Yeah. Um, and so we had these guys come in, and uh, this was, you know, kind of near the end. And and then they went over to Invest Medicine Hat, and uh, and then I uh, we spoke to him later, and we said, how did it go, boys? And he said, uh, I'll never forget it. We never need to go back there. So, Bernie, this story doesn't surprise me, um, and I have my own, you know, um, scenarios that I've, you know, run into where I've had clients and because I have both an HR agency and a, and a um, immigration agency, I get a little different perspective. I get business people that are maybe looking to do investment. Um, so from foreign countries and they're looking, you know, looking to do that. Plus I have some, you know, HR clients that will, Hey, Shiley wanted, this guy wants to come here and he's one of my, you know, um, vendors. So can you look at him? And I don't do that stuff. Hang on. Let me walk you down there. Here's the number. Let's walk down there. And so I literally would walk people down there. And now this is before the entire group that's in there right now, but it's pretty much the same. It was just a different leadership at the time, but uh, the same mentality, right? And nothing, like absolutely nothing happened. And they were big businesses. And and one of them opened in Regina and the other one opened in Okotoks. So, and manufacturing jobs. So, you know, they're, when they get people like me that get upset with them and they say, well, Shiloh just doesn't like them, mm, there's a reason. So there's always a story. It's not that where I just got up one day and said, man, that $800,000 investment on Ford Street, that pisses me off. I mean, that did too. But I didn't, it, it, what got me there? What got me to the point where I'm looking as a business owner going, what's this group doing as city employees? And all of a sudden, city employees get a brand new building on Fort Street, even though we have a lot of buildings that they could have gone in. Let's be honest. And now they're not going. They're not going to stay there. They're going to go on First Street. I don't know if my understanding is we're walking away from the lease on Fort Street, and they're going to go there anyways. Yeah, they're going to go to the old post office. They put a lot of money into Fort Street. I believe it's just under 800000 combined with their $800,000 loss. We're at $1.6. I'll Would, say this. They had a great boardroom, I and they it. had Perrier Water, Wow. and not once... Did they ever offer us a water? And in fact, another group of realtors we brought in from Calgary went there, came back and said, they didn't even offer us a bottle of water. Wow. And right? uh, it's, I it's, was upset uh, about that. My understanding. And that's expensive water. Oh, Perrier, I'd say. I can't afford it's it. It's good water. You know, really, I've, 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 I've said, a, like, invest. Um, it's disappointing for me. It's it's the face of Medicine Hat. They're the ones that are out promoting Medicine Hat, and I uh, I remember telling uh, a high a high uh, ranking city official um, at a coffee shop that uh, these guys need mentorship. They need a mentor, and mentors are important people. I mean, I just go, I just look at my life, yours, Tyson's, anybody's. Mentors are valuable people. And sometimes, and I told him that, and his reaction to me was, well, Bernie, just go mentor them. 
And I, and I don't have time to do that. No. And it's not my job. And so I have a solution. And for counsel, okay. uh, it's, just an, it's, it, it's just a thought. And you can take these guys aside. Don't fire them. Take them aside. But bring somebody in with experience. Doesn't have to be a local person. We have to I get agree. over. We have to get over that. It, I agree. Once we bring them here, they are local. That's right. So we take them aside. Just say, just stay put for a bit. Bring somebody in that's really experienced and educated. That has some degrees. That has an MBA. That has some. You know. I mean, has proven themselves scholastically to be able to communicate and all these other things. And mold this group to where it needs to be. And if he decides that, listen, some of these guys don't fit, I mean, we have to upgrade them and they need to go somewhere else. So I'm not saying, but Councillor Vargas says, calls them the Magnificent Seven. I know, I heard. I do not know why we need seven. Uh, but I, 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 and maybe we do. All three words were wrong. What? The Magnificent Seven, like all three were incorrect. Yeah, I don't, okay. uh, I mean, that's, I just, that, he said that. I, I know, I was listening. So, um, and I, I don't know why he said that, but he did. Uh, so again, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to fire anybody. I just want this guy to come in. I want him to be very experienced and know the two words, communication and relationship. Agreed. Right, and I don't. I phoned Invest Medicine Hat. I don't know how many times over the years, and gave them some tips on you know you guys should call this guy. You guys should do this. I want to you know meet with this guy, and no money for me. Yeah, it was no. There's not. There's not a money thing here. Okay, <clears throat> and they just couldn't get it. Right. So I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here. Then that isn't mentorship. That is, and I want to talk about it from a city employee point of view or, or just a, you know, being a citizen and I'm a taxpayer. Am I okay knowing that our city is going to hire a group of people that are making very good money, but we're going to train them, but I didn't get a shot at that job or maybe the 200 employees. If we're going to just train them, to do this, this isn't like putting together furniture. This, there's got to be some innate ability. At these wages, there's an expectation that they have a proven track record, um, that they have, you know, not just ability, but they have the contacts, they have the relationships. They, they don't. So as a citizen, do I want to see us waste three more years um, watching them be taught how to do their jobs? No, I, I really don't. Now, does that mean fire them? No, that doesn't. It just means let's get them in the right positions. Yeah. I, um, One it, doesn't mean the other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just what people, I, and I'm not criticizing anybody, but this is the face of medicine. Hat, right. Right. So. Uh, well, currently, yes. yes. It is. And, uh, you know, if Clugston gets back in, I would really like him to raise his heart rate about this yeah. and to really focus on this. Uh, he's stated, and I've heard him, uh, invest medicine had is Mr. Nicolay's baby. And then maybe Mr. Nicolay needs to raise his heart and really give it a good look. So, uh, yeah. And I think, uh, our Mr. Nicolay, I've never met the man. Um, and I would hope that maybe with a different council and when Mayor Clark is in, uh, we'll see a different with style of leadership. So part of my concern is this, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm bringing my thoughts into it because it's a podcast and I can do that. And I can ADD just like you can. <laughs> so here's some of my concerns with that. I know right? some of this. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I received a letter from a city employee 
that they received from Mr. Nicolay. And it was a very, um, the letter was full of inference, like, don't get involved, be careful, you know, I know this is your city, but don't, you know, it was very much a, don't do it, don't get involved and don't play, you know, and, and that's unfortunate. These are our, some of these employees are hourly employees and they just want their city to be a better place. But you can go onto Facebook and social media right now and I see Invest Medicine Hat supporting our current mayor like nobody's business. So why is there two different expectations here? That is not cool. So this is what's upsetting and frustrating your citizens and the employees. There's two different sets of rules. And the the echelon, the top of the, doesn't seem to have to play by the same rules. And that's not cool. So if I was our CAO, and I hear he's a very smart man, I would have said, I would have issued a letter saying, we're going into election time. This is your city. I encourage and implore you to reach out to candidates, ask them questions, and come to the best decision for you, your family, and what resonates for you. All the best. That should have been the only letter that came from a CAO. I read the letter. Oh. I'm the one that gave it. It's It wasn't good. It was... As an HR person, it's just inference and don't, it was very much a don't get, don't do it and watch whose signs are on your lawn. Yeah. Right? In four years, when we talk about your re-election, uh, where do you think we'll be? What, if I say, Shyla, how's the last four years been? Where have we come? Well, I'm going to be able to actually have that conversation with, with KPIs and actual results. Um, so I can say, Bernie, here's what we did in the first 30 days. Here's what we did in the next 60 days. Here's our KPIs. We actually, here's a 10% reduction in um, equipment costs or whatever, and real. Like not just we save $15 million, but we have no idea where. So when we have numbers, we should be able to give people where those numbers came from. So when I say to you, I just spent $35,000 on capital equipment, so what? Whereas I can say, I just spent $35,000 on a brand new server and these components and it's in my back room. It's very specific what I spent it on or what I saved it on. So that's the kind of thing we have to be very clear. If you fail at something, you say, here's what we didn't achieve. And I think we need to, instead of a four-year plan, we needed to look at an eight-year plan. And the difference between that conversation and the one we're currently having is everything is a 30-year vision. Dear God, I'm not going to make another 30 years. I want to know what you're doing in the next six months. So there is long-term, and we need our municipalities to do long-term, but municipalities also need to do short-term. So when we keep saying there's an argument over River Road not closing, well, it's just a vision. Yeah, it could change. Well, what is the vision for the next year? Kind of like when you say, when Mr. Cluxton was saying that, you know, there's no vision for where these four rinks are going to go, but... I found a document that says box springs on it. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. There's a vision. You know, let's quit the games. Let's have some real conversations. So I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know that's hard to imagine. But do you know why people are getting attracted to me? Because I am very blunt and I speak it and I have a reputation of that. I've been told that. I've heard. I may be a little misunderstood. No, I'm not. So, but here's the thing. There's no, no talk. Me. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, they lied. <laughs> There's no talking out of two sides of my mouth. Like, 
if you ask me what my my opinion is on vaccines, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you something different because you have a different opinion. And I'm running into that right now, right, with different candidates and different. So, you know, and that's what's happening in our council, depending on who they're talking to. And not all of them. But that's why people are frustrated. And all they had to do with this RFP when there was such an uproar, and I was one of the ones that raised an uproar, why didn't they just say, look, we completely and utterly disagree with what all of you are saying. However, you voiced your concerns. We will pull back and leave it for 60 days until the next council gets in. Done. We didn't have to spend $75,000 on an audit. but we acted That was a lot of money. A lot of money. But that's my point. A lot of money for a non-audit. It clearly says this is not an audit. Like, what are we doing? They could have just said, we don't completely disagree with you, but we'll leave it for 60 days. Yeah. It was the whole tone of that thing just didn't no. didn't jive with me. No. I, I thought that was pretty. Uh, but those guys were close. They were close to if council, they had the winning lottery ticket in their back pocket. Oh, absolutely. And if council would have approved it, they were off to the races. Yes. And to, but, but, but with what? Our money and no criteria. Oh, they would have been okay. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have been. <laughs> no, they would have been just fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was. I was glad that was caught. Yeah. So you have a busy day. I um, I, I wish you luck, and you. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and you're a very straight person, and uh, I think council will be good with you. Thank you. And, I uh, I appreciate that. Um, can I say one more thing? You can say whatever you okay. want. So something came to me when I was listening to Mayor Cluxton, and I have no intention of fighting with our with our mayor. I, I don't actually dislike him. I think he could have done amazing. Um, I think those were choices he made to uh, not be the leader. And, and that's unfortunate. Because, But other than that, I actually don't have any grudge against him. However, I listened to something the other day that I found somewhat disheartening. Um, and when he took credit for the doctors that came in. Oh dear. So here's what sits really crappy with me. I'm an HR person. I'm a recruiter. Um, I try not to do it as much, but I know that the two recruiters locally that were working on this busted their kahunas to get this done. And so for the people that, you know, know me and you, I also, even though we met 30 years ago, um, when I came back to Canada, I was an HR director in, in a large plant and I used to bring people in um, and we worked with different realtors for relocation. And eventually I found this one guy and his name was Bernie Lee. And we would, we just made a decision like, Oh yeah, this guy's good. And you know, we would send you, we would send, you know, candidates with you. You'd, you know, take care of them, wine, dine them, even give me insider information after and say, you may want to check this out. So, but we made sure that they were happy they found the uh, the areas that they wanted that met their family's needs, their kids' needs. And when the recruiters now at the hospital, you weren't going to say it, so I'm going to. When the recruiters at the hospital were recruiting, they didn't come to Shyla and say, hey, what do you think? Because they, they've got, they know what they're doing, but they did use Mr. Leahy. And I know that for a fact, because I know some of these doctors. So um, here's what's really interesting to me. Instead of giving credit where credit is due, which is what I think the new council really needs to make sure happens, 
those recruiters should have got a pat on the back because they have busted their butt. Mr. Leahy and Ina Leahy should have got a credit because she has to put up with you always running around, whining and dining. And <laughs> there was a lot of thanks to be given, but I wasn't a counselor at the mayoral level. Okay, okay so, I'm done. No, thank you. Um, number one, not about Bernie Leahy, Ina Leahy. I know, that's why I said at it. At all. I'm aware. But. But I knew that I, you didn't know I knew that. So there. No, I didn't. Um. So I listened to that. I, somebody sent me a tape of that. And uh, I'm a very, uh, I, I can get heated up. And I got heated up in, in a subdued way uh, for only two people. And those are the two recruiters that work for the Alberta government who I've been dealing with. And I don't deal with all the doctors. I deal with a lot of doctors. I've dealt with their relocations. I put a package together for their relocations 25 years ago. Ina knows, I mean, we did a lot of work, but it was okay, right? So when I say a lot of work, that doesn't mean, oh, feel sorry for me. That's no, just I, a lot of work. Um, we chose to do it. Because um, you're invested in Medicine Hat. I love Medicine Hat. I know. And I want doctors in Medicine Hat. I mean, we need psychiatrists. You know what I thought about is Ted, obviously, yesterday, uh, proved himself to be a, an amazing recruiter. Right. If you believe what he said. Right. Please, Mr. Mayor, hear it clear. Can you please get us some more psychiatrists? Right. To count for the now, three that just left? Three that just left right. and another, another one that I think doesn't. Right. Uh, does community work. So I know Ted's busy. It's obvious that he's a professional recruiter. Let's get going on these. Right. And I'd like him to report to us about every two weeks on his progress. Because I'll tell you what, it's not easy to recruit physicians oh, here. It's not easy to recruit. And I've never recruited anybody. No, I've it never is tough. I've I've facilitated their relocation with these girls. And you know what's funny? Is uh, when a physician comes in, we get an itinerary. And oftentimes, for a brief, for a brief period, uh, the, a visit to the mayor's office would be in there. Okay. And I would take them down to City Hall, or they would go, and I would pick them up. So for a brief time, I can't remember, maybe one or two years, the mayor was in the visit. Now, some of the physicians that are coming know physicians that are here already. Okay? Yeah. So sometimes you would go, and you'd pick them up in the morning and say, we go see the mayor at 1030, and they say, nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll scratch that <laughs> and for various reasons yeah, i yeah, never yeah. i, I yeah. really i didn't ask and then i would phone the mayor's office and say we're good yeah um there were some funny stories though yeah and there was so um yeah i don't know what ted was thinking about uh, when he did this uh, i'm not sure but uh, uh so i phoned one of these recruiters good and I don't I, personally know them, I, I, but I know who they are, and I know they've busted their butts yeah, to do this. Amazing work. Relocation right. is yeah. tough. And, and, you know, Greg Keen and I and, uh, like, uh, Mr. Dumanowski, the school the principal, um, you know, we had some families come in with kids with special needs. And, um, and again, relocation is just tough. Yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. Kind of like immigration. Very and we, try to, we yeah. try to alleviate as much as we can. And I think for the most part, 
we've done that. Absolutely. Um, but that, don't underestimate that is part of the recruitment process. I know. If that part isn't smooth and done well, that can make or break um, the initial relationship going forward. Yeah. So it, don't under, underestimate And some of these that. physicians will have been dealing with these two recruiters for over a year before they even get here. Absolutely. With uh, paperwork, which you, I mean, nobody can tell you about that. And uh, and I just say, I mean, Ted, you know, and I, I've I've I uh, I've I've called Ted. I've emailed Ted. Um, I you know went to his office on that new website and asked, oh, nice. okay. booked for a meeting. Uh, basically, now he doesn't need to call. Um, I've said my thing. Um, what he said yesterday was not true. No, and that, two ladies, that's disheartening. There's two ladies that did the recruitment, and they did a phenomenal job. Right. The last thing is I got a phone call from one of the guys who had been recruited. Okay. Oh, okay. And he says, Mr. Leahy. Um, yeah, this was I, I, I thought this woman recruited me. And whenever, sometimes we'll reminisce this doctor and I, and then a great guy, and yeah. we'll talk about his relocation, and her name always comes up. About how special she was, oh, and nice. how she had, you know, he was in Zimbabwe and or uh, South Africa, and she would get up at all hours to call, and there was, you know, just a lot of stuff, licensing, and just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of work. It is. It's not easy, um, but it's good. It's okay. Yeah. And uh, so he was quite shocked that yeah. uh, that Ted had been uh, instrumental in his relocation, but he's never met the man, so. So sure. I, those are the things I think you'll find, um, you know, this is the first year that I've ever met Lindsay Clark and I'm very excited for her to be the mayor. Um, Cause I think. Would she take credit for something like that? Uh, I don't no, think so. No, no. Sure. I, and you know what? No. Here's the, what I'm comfortable. If she ever did, I think she would want to be held accountable and say, eh, eh, not cool. Don't do that. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> don't, don't. Anyways, do we that. have to go. I, uh, I know I'll shut I, up. Uh, no, well, we both. I, I would look. never say shut up, but. We're I getting the look. Up. Oh, are we? Yeah. I haven't looked over. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's pizza involved right now. So pizza. Yeah, oh, I wonder if it's from that look. truck. Oh, okay. We got to go. <laughs> Told you. Okay. Shyla, good luck. Thank you, sir. This was great. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. Okay. Bye.